Welcome to Muscle Talk, where you'll get world champion advice about nutrition and stacking on muscle. Our host, Christine Enville, she's a three-time world champion bodybuilder, an IFBB professional, a food scientist, and a founding co-owner of our podcast sponsor, International Protein. In this episode, we chat about hard gainers. If you're hitting the gym and you're just not growing, you're going to want to listen to this. We cover nutrition, how not to train, and various resting frequencies that might be helpful. Okay, Christine, today I want to talk about training for hard gainers. I know nothing about this, as you can tell by my physique. <laughs> that's that's Quality mean, specimen. Obviously, obviously uh, well, I thought you were a hard gainer, <laughs> but just on our little chat that we were having there before we started recording, I actually realized that you're a non-trainer. <laughs> so we haven't determined if you're a hard trainer or not yet, or if it's just you don't train. So. Oh, we, we're going into this, are we? <laughs> We've gone into it, but I won't make that the basis of this. I will, but all I'm saying is that oh, I guess what that means is that a lot of people who are hard gainers or classify themselves potentially as hard gainers aren't actually doing sufficient training. Like they're not actually following a, a proper program to gain muscle. And I think that's really the the key thing that I see where training to gain muscle and training to, you know, bulk up, uh, obviously a combination of diet and training, but it's a specific type of training. Like people talk about going to the gym. And again, in our conversation before we were talking about things and you mentioned the rower and you said, but it's at the gym. <laughs> it is not a staple muscle building exercise. It's just a warm up. Come on. <laughs> Five minutes on the rower for most people is is a pretty solid dose of cardio. Yes. Um, even at F45, you know, people are like, oh, no, not the rowers. Oh, because they are a very high cardio, very taxing thing. So they're definitely not in the muscle building regime. Um, obviously, I have a high level of fitness and I can do the rowers and I have incorporated them as part of my cardio routine um, separate to my weight training routine. So I guess the point I'm making is that... You're just enjoying laughing at me. This is this is what this is. Always, but you like being <laughs> laughed at, Ash. So. I do, I do. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, the, the problem of... of um, not being able to gain muscle often is that people just aren't training correctly. Yeah. Um, and obviously sometimes they're just not eating correctly, um, not realizing how many calories they need to support um, the muscle growth. But when it comes to a training program, and again, for hard gainers, you know, the first Can we thing just that, define what the term hard gainers means? Yeah. As someone who um, doesn't gain size easily. So someone like myself, mm-hmm walks into a gym, does an exercise, two weeks later you can generally see the difference from that exercise. So not necessarily now as, you know, heading towards uh, my late 40s, but when I was in my peak, um, you know, I could change an angle on an exercise or pick up a new exercise and, you know, you would see the development change like very, very quickly. I gain weight very, very easily and particularly muscle weight. So just Coming back to um, body types, um, and I'm going to do that little um, thing which you keep getting annoyed at me at where I say there's an, you know, mesomorph, endomorph, and an ectomorph, and you say, yeah. I don't know what those are. Yeah. So obviously the um, the mesomorph is a person who is naturally more muscular. Mm-hmm. They gain size easily and it's generally like lean mass that they gain. So, the you know, the perfect body type for bodybuilding is obviously that mesomorph. Mm-hmm. So meso, think muscular. Um, you know, as a kid, you know, the person probably should showed some muscle definition, probably pretty athletic um, and, and, you know, stayed quite lean. So then you have your um, endomorphs, which are 
easy to gain weight, but generally it's not muscle weight. It tends to be more fat weight. Um, they kind of have that rounder, softer kind of a look. Um, you know, as a kid might've just looked, might've actually even looked thin as a kid because then it's only as you've gotten older that, um, metabolism slows down and that people take on that kind of softer look, or they may have been, you know, overweight as a kid. And then you have your ectomorph and that's your hard gainer. So they are, um, generally a thinner build, maybe even have a smaller frame. They seem to eat a pile of food, but don't really gain weight. They go to the gym. If they do gain muscle, it's generally like looks more um, like an endurance type athlete. It doesn't look rounded and bulked. It's kind of like a stringier or it's kind of small muscle. Um, They may, you know, may actually also be quite lean with that, um, but they don't get that massive size that, um, you know, the the, the big guys seem to get. They always kind of have that, they look skinny um, and people do tend to associate it with endurance type athletes. Um, You know, probably a lot of the, um, a lot of the basketball players, you would say are more. Soccer, football. Football, so rugby versus football. Oh, when I say football, I'm talking the oh, the British version of oh, soccer. Football. Yeah, soccer. To be honest, I don't look at that too much. International audience, remember, no one calls it soccer. I, <laughs> in Australia, we do. Um, to be honest, I haven't looked a lot of their bodies. Yeah. So I don't really know, but I actually think they're kind of mixed. Okay. Um, but because I would say, like, if you look at a um. The, I mean, and again, you know, you have a, a basketball player like Zion and he's definitely more mesomorph, but you'll have someone like Kobe who was very quite ectomorph, like he was muscular but lean and didn't have a lot of bulk behind him. So mm-hmm. that's kind of more the definition of a, of a hard gainer would be the, the body type, which doesn't gain size very, very easily. Um, you know, two people go to the gym together, they follow the same training program and one does grow a lot quicker than the other, they may or may not be strong. Um, and that's the other thing, like it's not strength related. And um, that can actually what make it so hard for a hard gainer is that they may actually be strong. They might be pushing a lot of weight in the gym and that's just not following up with a lot of um, muscle bulk. How do, you know, how do those people train? So I guess the first thing is, do we look, we've got to look at the program and say, are they actually doing a weight training program that's going to be conducive to growing weight? So they might be doing too many reps um, or they might be, again, you know, not giving themselves enough rest between the reps because um, those people can also tend to be quite, um, I guess, fast-paced people. Like they don't, they're not the kind of person that sits around, like they're always kind of on the go and, and seem to have a lot of that nervous energy. And, you know, they, that, those kind of people are always kind of moving, so they're burning a lot of calories. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, for weight training, obviously, you, um, you you have to kind of pace yourself. So there's got to be the right amount of rest, the right amount of reps, not too many reps, um, but giving yourself that ability to push the weight up. So first thing we would address is are they training the right way? Are they following a program where they're doing, uh, you know, progressive overload? Are they doing about three to four, you know, sets per exercise, doing, you know, say three to four exercises per body part, depending on the body part and giving, and that not trying to like do a 30 second rest between each set, but actually giving themselves enough time for their energy systems to recover and then get into the next set. And then that allows them to push their weight up heavier and heavier. If, you know, if they're following a program like that, the next thing obviously is then to look at their diet. So, I mean, I know this is, we're talking about training for hard gainers. The thing is it's finding the right balance because a lot of people, if they are highly um, sporty and active and they want to gain some muscle, but they're already doing a lot of other things, they don't want to necessarily drop those other activities. 
which does obviously, you know, create a problem because how do you fit it all in? So given, you know, if they have enough time, um, you know, they should probably allow about a 45 minute to an hour, no more, because they will burn those calories too much and just do a, a sort of a more short, sharp weight training session. Probably don't focus on too much volume. Try to really, you know, sit, sit it to those three to four um, sets per exercise and no more than about three to four exercises per body part and then potentially look at, you know, training each body part once a week or one and a half times, like creating a cycle where they're not doing it twice a week because, again, for a hard gainer that may be too frequent. They probably do need to experiment with their own body and I would suggest that they start off by, you know, setting a program where they might train, say, four days a week um, but it takes them, say, five days to actually complete their full body and rotate that around and, and stick on that for a six-week period and see, you know, get see the results that they get from that and then flip it around and, and do that four days but do a um, every body part twice a week and just see which one they get the best results from because, again, everybody is going to be different and because I will assume that they are doing their cardio along with it you know, it has to work. Like you don't want to compromise one thing for the next. But if someone's saying, okay, I'm I'm giving up all my other cardio, I just want to focus on my weight training, um, then I would probably try to push their weight a little bit heavier and make that the focus and also focus on resting, which we haven't really talked about, but obviously the sleep and the rest and the recovery is also very important. So taking it down and, and making sure that they are getting that good sort of seven or eight hours sleep per night, because that's the other thing, you know, we haven't talked about it a lot, but when you start to analyze someone's routine, and you see why they're not growing or they're not recovering properly or why they keep getting injuries and things. And you might find that it's actually a combination of, um, not getting adequate sleep, thinking that, you know, five and a half, six hours is enough, you know, potentially their nutrition is off. They're not getting the right protein in or they're not eating frequently enough or that, you know, the training program is still more, um, you know, cardio based and they think it's, it's a weight training based program. So there's always a lot of factors involved. And You're I, laughing at me again. Aren't you? I, I, I am. I'm yeah. laughing at you because I know that you don't sleep enough. Um, you're trying to eat better. <laughs> and your focus is on cardio and then you, you're saying, oh, I'm not growing any muscle. You caught me uh, eating chocolate the other day too. That's right, yeah. um, which, you know, nothing, nothing wrong with that in, in just moderation. The quantities, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. just the quantity. But, um, but yeah, I think with, with anything and, you know, weight training is such an individual thing and, you know, I am very, again, very fortunate that I don't, no, I, I work hard but it's it shows very quickly so I, I know when something's working for me or not working for me. So a lot of the time, I guess, you know, we've trained a lot of different exercises over the years and it's not necessarily, you know, one exercise which has been the make or break of everything. It's more that consistency. So it's sticking at it um, and I think that when you don't see the results as quickly as what someone else does and that's what makes it hard for people to stick at it and they maybe miss more days than what they realise. So, um Again, for a hard gainer, like keeping a journal of what days they do actually train uh, versus which days they plan to train and then didn't train. And this goes for everybody, not just a, a hard gainer, but as anyone, like be realistic. Like you may have a, a five-day-a-week program, but if you're only hitting three of those five days, you're doing a three-day-a-week program. Mm. You know, that goes for anything. Like it, it's what you're actually doing versus what you have in your plan, likewise with your eating or anything. But your training is, um, you know, actually adhering to that. And then, you know, tracking your weights because you are, you know, your size gains are going to come from that gradual progressive overload. Like, as I said, hard gainers often will be stronger than what they have size. So sometimes they can push up quite heavy, but that's where you would start to experiment for them with whether maybe they really are 
sticking to like an, you know, an eight rep range, like sticking to a lower rep range and saying, okay, can I push even heavier for that? Or I'm going to say that's probably more likely where they're going to get their gains from because I think the um, the ability of the muscle to have good endurance for strength is why they're a hard gainer because it will be able to handle that type of work. So for them doing more and more reps, you know, they, they can probably do that, but it's that's where the, the size doesn't come from. Like it, the size is kind of coming in that lower rep range in there, but I would be definitely like looking at different resting frequencies and, you know, experimenting with that type of um, program but the main thing is that they do actually have a, a program that they follow and that they measure and monitor and make sure that they are tracking, you know, tracking the, the size gains, but backing it up with eating. And I'm not talking about you, Ash, but there is a, a, a young guy that, um, we, that trains at F45 and he keeps wanting to gain size, but he's just, again, he's so athletic and, and I think comes from a dance background and he's always like jumping around and moving around and doing like explosive type of movements. And he's very lean, but you know, he struggles to keep his weight on because he's doing so much other activity. And I dare say that his focus is probably more on that than what actually needs to be done to, to, to grow the muscle. So it is, is discipline to the, to the program, monitoring the program, checking off that you're actually doing doing it and then backing it up with your nutrition and your sleep and of course your supplements. And that's where things like the extreme mass come in because, um, you know, the struggle is the food and getting that volume of food in, you know, we've talked about in other podcasts, like it can be uncomfortable eating a higher amount of food. So being able to have something which is like highly concentrated in calories, like the extreme mass, putting that with, um, you know, full cream milk instead of skim milk or water, like, you know, all the rest of us people do because we don't want the extra calories. Um, they need to be able to put as many calories in as possible in a small volume um, so that it doesn't fill them up too much and do it over again, increase the calories over a slow period because you can't just suddenly slam your body with all this extra and then actually be able to stick to it. So, you know, adding a little bit to each meal, just increasing each meal a little bit slightly, a couple of extra mouthfuls that you don't seem to notice and then slowly, slowly you will able be able to eat more is often a way more successful way of doing that than just, you know, trying to add a whole extra meal in because if it doesn't fit into your routine and you haven't digested the last one, it's, it's very demotivating demotivating to keep on trying to fit that in, but just having like, you know, an extra 20 grams of, um, um, you know, cereal at your breakfast or, you know, an extra little, you know, an extra 20 grams added to your meat portion at each portion, an extra 20 grams of rice. And that all, it all adds up over a period of time. So, uh, but I think the thing is to be, you know, consistent, stick at it, measure, monitor, be willing to adjust if something's not working and don't be afraid to try other things because, you know, just because you're a hard gainer doesn't mean to say that it's the same for you as it, what it is for everybody. There's so many factors do influence it. So you're picking me as a hard gainer? Um, I actually aren't, Ash, because you haven't actually trained to know. <laughs> so you may, you may actually not be. It's just that you haven't just from like we never really talked about it, but you are just in talking about it before. You say you go in the gym, but one exercise, three sets is not a program. That's a, I don't know what that is, especially if you're not using heavy weight. That's just like a that's one day playing. Gonna have, one, day, one day we're going to have to publicly challenge me. We will. On this podcast. It'll be a, not a today. video podcast. But one day. Video podcast will get you to the gym and we'll put you through an actual program, but not once, but on a six week. Like we'll have to put you on a six week program, Ash, we'll see and see what, what happens. happens. Yeah, because yeah, you you may not be a hard gainer. I'm up for that. I'm up you, for that, but I'm not committing to it today. Why not? No, not today. I've got other priorities, but I will do it. <laughs> Sounds like an excuse to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
Anyway, cool. that's, that was really interesting. Is there anything else to add? Um, again, I just wanted to add if anyone does have any questions or wants to share um, what they found might work because, again, I'm not a hard gainer myself. So um, it, it, I can um, talk the theory um, but, I, but I can't obviously talk the practice of what it is like to be, you know, someone who does struggle with keeping the weight on, gaining the weight. Um, so if people have questions, comments or want to share their experiences then jump into the Aussie Muscle Guru Facebook page, we would love to, um, yeah, to hear and then obviously we can add that to our bank of knowledge and, and share with other people. Awesome. Thanks so much, Christine. Thank you, Ash. Words of wisdom. If you like what you've heard, recognize that these tips, they're free. So show your support by becoming a loyal international protein customer by jumping online, hunt our product down and hit that buy now button. So once again, like, share and subscribe to our podcast so we can continue to bring you these episodes from our one and only Aussie muscle guru, three times world champion, Christine Enville.